You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Thanks for returning to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We have an extra special listener request episode. I would describe it as extra. Extra. We have not done a bracket in a while. And Mr. Jesse Starcher said, hey, I'd like to hear another bracket. And we put our heads together and we came up with... Because, wait... he Cliff came well, up with. He didn't give us any suggestions, by the way. I want to point out right, right. every anybody can just start suggesting doing brackets. Anybody can just say, "Let's do a bracket." Yeah. But nobody wants to suggest a bracket. Correctamundo. But Cl- Cliff stepped in. <laughs> so Cliff's idea was the showcase showdown. We're going to do the greatest game show bracket challenge. Of all our favorite TV game shows throughout the years. Old TV? Bring it. <laughs> you that's, are that's the preaching sweet spot. the choir. Let's let's talk some freaking uh, letter turners. So it's the holiday season, doop de doo and there's there's you know, things are going into reruns, so we're gonna look back at some other kind of TV, have some fun. Uh, we're on the other side of episode 250, so exactly we've, all we've, downhill. We've exhausted. We've exhausted all options. You're sick of our normal show. We I'm had sure. 250 good ideas. It's time for some <laughs> bad ideas. <laughs> so we we've got it. a March Madness style bracket. We yes. are hitting different game shows against each other without much rhyme or reason. There's not. Oh. There's a few, you know, rivals, you know, in-state rivals, like kind of similar shows. There's some. A little bit of seeding, but it's basically luck of the draw, random. And we're going to try to pick between two game shows. Winner moves on to face the next one, so on and so on. You've seen a bracket before. You know yes. how this works. Right. Until the we the get one to the thing you haven't four. seen was the last bracket, which was 106 <laughs> million things. Yeah, we're not doing that again. Cliff, TV theme shows, but Cliff, Cliff took not. over this. Cliff would not let me have <laughs> 1,000 game shows. He said, no, 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 I'm doing it. We're only going to have 34. 34. 34. Which that's, only that is, two play-ins. That is 100 <laughs> and some less than the yes. last bracket we did. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so how do we so end we up We enjoy with... doing this. We like you know d- talking about this nostalgic stuff and, and pitting them between us. We don't, we you know... We're not going to fight. We're not going to argue. We generally give and take on this. So. Good. You just cave to our decisions. <laughs> Don't fight. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering how exactly we can't, I came up with 34, it was totally random. That is just where I stopped. Okay. There <laughs> there were 34 game shows that I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty well, good. We can, there we can debate 32, that. There was 32, and then I said, you have to add these two. That's <laughs> true. To 34. <laughs> That's true. That was the compromise. You're so, like you'll allow, you'll allow me to add two game two, shows. Two. Two. Okay. So um, I had no opinion. You had no wow. opinion. That is correct. Remember so that. No, I thought you had I thought you had pretty well nailed it on the first try. Yeah, you were just two off. 
<laughs> so uh for this episode what we're gonna do is we're just gonna do one region of our bracket i'm gonna uh for those patrons that can watch the video i'm gonna scroll out a little bit here share my screen kind of show you what exactly we are uh what we're looking at here okay so just okay okay uh just for reference there are four regions. We have the Trebek region. We have the Sajak region. We have the Barker region. And then we finish it up with the Dawson region. Okay. Oh, uh, the sexiest region. Exactly. So, the most kissy face region. Indeed. Um, yeah, you could have put all the sexy shows into one region for the Dawson region. <laughs> yeah, like my, the... None of our microphones are long enough, skinny enough. Mm. Yes, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah. We yeah. need the freaking, yeah. The I'm wired, yeah. You still got the cord on it. So. Um, so anyways, that's what we're dealing with tonight. We have made a uh, decision on uh, last minute that we are going to run through the Barker region here. Yes. Okay. You guys got to become patrons because like, he did the fonts and everything. You, yeah. you don't know what you're missing. If you're just listening to the audio, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So we have a plan. We're just going to start good. going in here. Uh, we've got a plan <laughs> immediately, which is um, the Joker's Wild. Well. And uh, that is up against Starcade. This is Starcade. That's one of the ones I made you add. Yeah. So we're going to just start so, off with it. I'm going to, I'll just start us off with Starcade. I have no notes. And all I remember, it was like early 80s, I'd say around 82, 83, 84. The original esports. Mm. Do you guys have any memory of Starcade? It, it sounds familiar, but I can't picture it. This is Starcade, TV's first video arcade game show, starring your favorite video games. And some brand new ones being introduced to the public for the first time anywhere. And now, here's your host for Starcade, Jeff Edwards. Okay, thank you very much and welcome to Starcade. We're backstage today. Our players are warming up for today's big match, and a special match it is. Today, one of these two is going to have an opportunity to win their own video arcade game. So, players, are you ready? All right, let's go play Starcade. It was, it was just like so great to me at that time this is the heyday of arcade of arcades in general you know just all so, these different stand-up arcade games so it was starcade like arcade yes it, it was like the stage was just an arcade of video games just tons of video games and they would have a lineup of them and then there would be two, a couple podiums you know where two contestants would stand there and answer video game questions and then they would choose what video games to play or it would be chosen for them. It changed different episodes, but it had a revolving cast of hosts. None that I'm not, I it doesn't matter who they were, but the, but basically they played games like Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong, you know, Pac-Man, but there was a quite a slate of game games at the, the time during the running of the show. Yes. Cliff's holding up a visual of it. There's the, there's a, they must have teams that episode yeah. and a couple, couple, couple podium, but they answer questions and then it would go over and play video games. And someone would play for like 90 seconds and try to get 
as high a score as they could on Donkey Kong Jr. And then the next guy would play and try to beat it. That's basically how it went. They would have special episodes where it was just Dragon Slayer, which mm. those were my favorites because I love Dragon Slayer. And it, but they would like focus in on just that one game a couple times. But you can like access a lot of these episodes online if you just Google Starcade yeah. episodes. But it's a uh, yeah, I loved it. It's one of my favorite game shows of all time because I rem- because I of the nostalgia of. Rem- Remembering how much how cool it was to be able to sit at home and watch kids and adults play these video games. They were all they were really good at them, and you could see how to do things. It was Twitch before Twitch. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was exact. It was so ahead of its time. Like that is the hottest thing right now is to watch people play stuff mm-hmm. on Twitch. You know, it, people that really get into playing video games, and I, I, I can't believe you know that it isn't talked about more like it was not on any brackets and when i looked up some of the stuff nobody mentioned starcade i'm like come yeah, on i totally missed out on this um so it's up against what, Jer- what season oh. did they give fred savage the nintendo power glove okay we'll see first no i'm not gonna go into that. <laughs> i don't know so it's up against joker's wild this is um probably a more famous game show started in the 70s from hollywood here's the game where knowledge is king and lady luck is queen it's the joker's wild and now here's the host of our show jack Barry. Thanks so much and a very cordial welcome once again to the Joker's Wild where we have two very eager players ready to try to win some money and big prizes. So Jay Stewart, will you tell us and who had the, the first big, two um, the big slot machine they stood in front of. Uh, this was the show. It says it was billed as the game where knowledge is king and lady luck is queen. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know if Starcade had a good slogan like that. Yeah, I, that's that's tough to beat. So um, there's a little bit of history of this show. It ran for a really long time in the 70s. Uh, it looks like uh, it was on CBS 72 to 75 and then 77 to 86 in syndication. So that's where I remember it. Um, is this one Snoop Dogg remade? This is currently on TBS. It's the Snoop Dogg show. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Snoop I forgot Dog. how to pronounce Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so he's the new, the current host of the show. Okay. Yes. It's right. the same same show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. I need you to make yourselves at home. Sprackle like y'all. Welcome to the show, because why? You're in for an amazing show tonight. We got two players competing for a chance to win $50,000. Not only that. Special celebrity appearances, including Matthew McConaughey and Gene Eastman. Let's meet our contestants. D. Swizzle, who we got? Snoop, please welcome Angela. Um, there was actually a children's version at one time. They called Joker, Joker, Joker. Um, from the aired from seventy nine to eighty one in syndication. So, uh, two contestants, one a returning champion. Um, played challenger began the game by pulling a lever to set a slot machine in motion. Um, slot machine consisted of three modified slide projectors, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
the discs were spun by electric motors. We don't care about any of that. The wheels on the machine each contained five different categories, which were revealed to the contestants before the game, and a joker, which served as the wild card. Um, after the wheel stopped, contestant chose one of the categories and was asked questions about it. A question about it. If they answered correctly, the dollar va- the dollar value of the question was added to his or or her score. An incorrect response or failure to answer within uh, the time limit allowed the opponent to, uh, a chance to answer and steal the money. Certain special categories gave the contestant control uh, in, in control a chance to win extra money by either increasing the question value or allowing them to answer more than one question. On do, their do you turn. like this show? The I mean, it was okay. The original version. I think the Snoop Dogg. Um, version is probably more popular. Um, you know, it's funny. He, he's funny. It's, it's Snoop Dogg. It's just his show now. <laughs> like right. it's a game show, but it's really just, it's more about the comedy and, and you know, him. So I think the memorable thing for me is him currently doing it, yeah. bringing it back more than the original show was. I got one word for you. Joust. <laughs> Starcade had people jousting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I know. It says I, yeah, I I feel like I've seen it, but I yeah, it, Joker's I mean, Wild leaves one, no impression. Yeah, this has left no impression on me. I know I've I recognize the name, I recognize the, your description. Yeah. But not one that I would ever stay on the channel for. Probably, possibly the newest version would be entertaining, right, and I, but I didn't even—I didn't even know that existed. Oh yeah, I, I think, like I said, that—that that to me is more memorable. I, it's, you know, if if I'm on the flipping through the channels and I see Snoop Dogg in a in a crazy tuxedo on a hosting a, a game show, I'm gonna stop for a little well, bit. So yeah, he doesn't even have to be hosting a game show. No, it, it really, like, like I said, it's more about him than the actual the game show aspect so and as i'm thinking about this bracket with we're with our current uh golden age of of uh game show reboots going on a lot of these are going to have current iterations like yeah, that yeah we're going to run through that quite a bit so yeah, that's interesting uh joker's wild starcade are we going I, I mean, starcade sounds more fun to me yeah i i i'm definitely a starcade okay because I don't figure it's going to go very far. You've put it in a very precarious position. <laughs> All right. It's hard to get through the Barker region when you pit it up <laughs> against Barker. <laughs> hey, you wanted it in there, so you got it in there. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Um, so immediately, um, let's just get it over with. Uh, put Starcade into Up Against the Prices Right. And what say... You all, everybody knows the price is right. Everybody yep. knows Bob. Well, like Come I, on I was down. Pluto TV currently has old Price is Right episodes that I've been watching. L- late 70s, early 80s, or where they're at right now. I don't know whether, I mean, they're just like, it's like the full catalog. And they've started way back and they just, looks like they're just playing through all the episodes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, what a classic show. You you see Bob Barker who who still in the face looked like he was a hundred years old. <laughs> I don't know whether he tanned a lot or what, but 
he he's got brown hair, but his face looks really old. But he got his skinny... that's not what we're judging this on. Eh? Yes, we're judging everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. So, so the price he's is got right. A skinny Mike. <laughs> They've got the come on down. Yeah, Johnny Olson. Rod, I say, like um, America has changed so much in the last few decades, but that is still such a universal thing. That idea of staying home from school sick and watching the prices right. That's like when you everyone, watch it. everyone has had that experience. That's when you watch it is is when you stay home from school sick. Got it. There's there's not a lot of things we have in common with each other on such a scale. Everyone right. identifies with, and that's that's one of them. Right. Yeah. And they but but of course the game everyone knows the game. It's not hardly worth explaining. But you, right. you come on down. There's four of you. Johnny Olson tells you to come on down. Johnny, I'm a watching you down there. I'm a watching you now. I want to know the name of our next player. All right, Bob, it's Walnetta Wesley. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the Price is Right. It's a Mark Goodson Bill Todd Brim production. <laughs> and they, they Man, you have been boning up. <laughs> they tell you all, you know, give you the item. It's a necklace or it's a mini TV, a two inch by one inch black and white. Right. Screen TV portable. You'll love it in your camper. How much is um, it worth? How much is the retail? Worth, it's worth seventy five dollars. <laughs> I one dollar, one dollar, and they get you get up on stage, and if you're real lucky, you get to reach in Bob's pocket and pull right. out a hundred dollars, <laughs> and it's worth it for everybody. And you, and then you get to do play some pricing game. How much is that detergent? Is it the same as this other thing? You know, and yeah. it's really fun to watch these old episodes because things, some things that were cheap then are expensive now and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you, it's, it's still fun to play the old show and Bob's great. Uh, 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 trivia question on the fly. Who are the OG three models? The Barker beauties. Yes. Barker's uh... name. The three oh, first names. All that's re- required. Diane. Parkinson. Janice. Yes. I don't know her last name. And the redhead. What's her name? I don't know. Jordan? No idea. Holly. Mm. But they would wear, currently, they're in the perm stage. Uh huh. They all have perms, where I'm at on Pluto. And they have, they still wear like a uh, skirt and jacket, like they would all dress the same. Mm-hmm. But the it's the format has never changed. Not the, really. The announcer tells the story of what you know when they're presenting an item and they kind of mouth like they're talking, but they don't they're not really saying anything and they show each other the product or they present it. But because yeah, it's an it's an hour long commercial to sell right. stuff to right. housewives. Right. Exactly. Right. And it lasts it's so great. It goes, yeah. goes on. And then when you get, you know, you get you go through you get three contestants, they get to spin the wheel. You got to, you know, you got to get closest to a dollar, which is. Boop, I thought you were going to go boop, through all boop, the. Exactly. Oh, is that arrow going to stick? I don't know. Then. Okay. And then is somebody going to get stuck? Is somebody going to get sucked into the wheel? You always wonder. Yeah. Some granny was going to end up under the wheel. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, then they get them to the showcase showdown. And if you're within a hundred dollars, you can win both showcases, you know, and one yeah. of them is straightforward. One of them is a story. 
-hmm. you know it's just it's it it's you can't you can't break this formula it's still going today (laughs) got drew carey took over you get everybody it's one reason we all get ourselves spayed and neutered you know (laughs) it's it's a classic now it's the only i've only this it may be this may not be uh correct politically the only playboy issue i ever bought was 1991's diane parkinson issue i was like i am buying this issue (laughs) i love diane parkinson like so it's a classic show so a couple notes real quick okay Okay. premiered september 4th 1972 on cbs it actually had an earlier version it did before that but um, Bob Barker was the series' longest-running host from '72 debut until his retirement in 2007. Drew Carey took over. Um, announcers beginning with Johnny Olson, followed by Rod Roddy, and then Rich Roddy. Fields. Um, then in 2011, George Gray, George Gray became the announcer. Um, they've used several models. And the only thing I think we really didn't hit on was the scandal stuff with the with some of the models and and all that that went down with uh, Bob Barker and sexual harassment and all that. So that's yeah, the not so fun beauties. stuff. Yeah, they were his beauties. Yeah, <laughs> eh, eh. they were Just all our beauties. Classic game. Like you look forward to certain games. Yeah, they put it's like what's oh, crap. the one I don't want to see it. Plinko. Plinko. I love it. I will say I will say this when you watch the old episodes. Very few good games. Most Mm. of them are terrible. It's all about detergent and things like that. (laughs) Very few of them are the And a lot of them were just here's some numbers. Which order do these numbers do you take something off the front of the number or the back you know? Is this number higher than that number? So it's yeah, a lot the, of just like yeah. putting numbers in order. They're way better today with the Plinko and the car thing. You got to get the front mm-hmm. of the car and the back of the car and all that. There's always some sort of new car. Yes. A new car. New new car. Yeah. So I, I, I'm the biggest proponent for Starcade, but because of its position, I, I can't, you can't, you can't win against Price is Right. <laughs> Not in the Barker region. <laughs> You're no, in the wrong in town. The, <laughs> came to the wrong town, Starcade. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> well played. Yeah. yeah, and I've got to say, we just started, but I can't imagine any other show on this list has as big of a dick move as bidding a dollar more than the guy beside you. Like, <laughs> oh, that's right. the worst yeah. thing you can do in all all game show history right mm-hmm. is bidding that extra dollar it's oh it's horrible you're a so bad many, human being so many people have been on there as contestants and went on to be like start like aaron paul mm-hmm. um as a famous video video on there when he was in the showcase showcase showdown uh, allison hayslip from g4 was on there just like many people have been on it's been around forever nowadays that back then it was all about beauty like if they picked you out of the crowd, it was because you were hot. Yeah. And nowadays, it's you got the your the t-shirt. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got the loudest t-shirt. They didn't wear the t-shirts back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. the name tags on everybody's shirt. Just oh, every the, bit of this is yellow, iconic. Yeah. I, I, every bit of it. You're totally yeah. right. So 
Like we better move on. Yeah. Or it's just the Price is Right yeah. podcast. We gotta we gotta keep going. <laughs> That's it. Cliff, new idea. Price is right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there are over 9,000 episodes, so I mean, oh, the content take is off work. Yeah, endless. All right, matchup number two. You ready? Yes. Win, lose, or draw versus Funhouse. Funhouse. Well, first off, let's start with win, or lose, or draw. Is this Burt Convy? Um, I can't. That, I, I, I'm, again, no notes. <laughs> yes. Bert, Bert He's got Convy. the purr. He's got the the hair. Yes, Burt Convy and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Welcome to the quick draw game that everyone can play. It's win, lose, or draw. Come on in and join our host, Burt Convy. This is a sexy show, if I remember. They were like a little loose with their uh, innuendo. Yeah, so things. this was a game that started out as just something. This is when Burt Reynolds was married to Lonnie Anderson. It's very casual. Yeah, and it was, um, they made the set look like Burt Reynolds' living room at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just bearskin rugs. Well, yeah. yeah, it's just the centerfold to Playgirl, remember? Yeah. Like, <laughs> a little evening shade going on. Ladies and gentlemen, for five consecutive years, the number one male motion picture box office drawing the world, Bert Reynolds. Okay, take it away, Bert Convey. Welcome to Win, Lose, and Draw, everybody. Nice to have you with us. Thank oh, you for tuning in. to be here. Yes, this is going to be very interesting, I think, <laughs> if I get a word in edgewise. Uh, this is a game that a lot of us have been playing for years. Truly, I mean that because uh, we've been playing it in this setting because our set is modeled after Burt Reynolds' living room. It's pretty close. It is? To, very that? close. I think oh, it's yeah. very close. We've been, we've been trying Except to be... he has nude waitresses. No. <laughs> He we do not. a lightning round in his bedroom. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> you see how it's going to go. I think you'll get the picture. Uh, we've tried to duplicate it, of course, and, and I think we've done a very good This is job. his rug. Huh? I know. I, used to, I, I woke up on this rug one time. No, no. No, actually, actually, there's a pizza stain right here. I think it's... Oh, no, you're right. Pepperoni. That's, that, that's not yours. Okay. As you can see, we have two teams. We always play men against the women. It seems to work but, out better um, that way. Yeah, and that was the idea. It was a game they kind of... That they, they played at home with their friends. Their celebrity f- friends, right? So that's so was where, it like it's just Pictionary, right, or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, they've got you've got the the you know the easel with the the big pad of paper on it and the big black marker and yeah. uh, somebody picture you know, page, picture page, right? You you you, <laughs> you get something. Wait, that's the to, wrong guy. That's yeah. a little too loose. You're getting yeah, into little... Cosby. It <laughs> 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 was a different type of marker. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this, what, but that's what it was. It went from 89 to 92. Okay. Um, the original version and they had their, you know, celebrities at the celebrities at the time. And then, uh, they would divide it up into teams, boys versus girls. If I remember correctly, somebody, somebody get up to draw. The other two would have to guess what they're drawing. Um, you know, they would have a little card con. Burt Convy would uh, hold up there uh, what they had to draw, and then um, there was a there was another version um, on the Disney Channel called Teen Win Loser Draw, and then it was weak. It was not Burt Reynolds' living room, so no, well, no <laughs> it wasn't. <the> same. <laughs> and then there was a uh, Disney's Win Loser Draw, which aired in 2014. They tried to bring it back. Um, 
It but, quickly became a home game. It did. Yeah, you could buy. Everybody we had, had. We had the home game. Oh uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Had. I feel like everybody had some version. Yes. Like yeah. either Pictionary. You either had Pictionary or Win Loser Draw. Correction, correction. Real quick. Teen Win Loser Draw ran from eighty nine to ninety two. The original pilot was taped in November of eighty six. With Burt Reynolds. Okay, so um, featured. We're not going to get any any cards or letters about that. Right, we don't. We can get it right. Featured celebrities: Lonnie Anderson, Betty White, Burt Reynolds, Tony Danza. Yes. And, and Rod. The Roddy mom was the, the original mom. The boss. <laughs> the boss. Um, and they do like you know Jimmy Fallon does that on his show with celebrities and like mm, it's become a th- you know it's, yeah. it's it's a very simple concept. People like to play games. People like to watch celebrities uh, letting it out there, being being willing to embarrass themselves a little bit, yeah. seem more, you know, like us. They're just like us, Jordan. They're just like us. Um, Vicky Lawrence. That, that was a, that was a good show. Was a good Vicky show. Lawrence was hosted for a while. Yeah. I, I do remember that. Um, so she was pretty good. Uh, then Sally Struthers took over after that. But. I was a big oh, fan. I was a big fan of the show. A cup of coffee, right? You could host this show, That's right? But I was a big fan <laughs> at the time. I was pretty young, and the concept was new to me. So it was always funny. Um, I think Tim Conway was on there sometimes, and then sometimes at the end, or if there was win, lose, or draw. If there was a, if there was time remaining, they would pull somebody from the audience to put on their team. Uh, very excited person. Yes. yes, yes. So, come on down to Bert's living room and and you can draw. What's so. this up against? I I remember like getting the pun of the title because I didn't know what a draw meant. I I remember <laughs> as a kid being like, oh, it means two things. Cool. Like, <laughs> I, I thought that was very clever. So this the brain up- was developing. <laughs> this- I was sniffing the markers there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you know what the title means? Do you think? You look at this painting. It's a ship. Okay. Um, it's, what's the other one? It, it, the other uh, show it's up against is Funhouse. All right. Welcome to Funhouse. How's it going, everybody? We got a great new Funhouse for you and new ways to speed through it. Check it out. After Conquer, the heights of the ice mountain, you can take a jump off the Mile High Suspension Bridge. Straight into the Funhouse Dump, where one of our trash cans could hold a fabulous prize. Right now, to bring on today's players, meet our twin cheerleaders, Jackie and Sammy. Yeah! Come on in here. What is that? While you were talking, I Googled it, and nothing about this rings a bell. I don't know by the name. I I haven't Googled it yet. Super 80s. Every picture on Google, there's a mullet involved. Is this one word? No memory. Yeah. I um yeah I believe uh, so yeah this is what you get well I can tell Cliff's doing the list I I can say. tell you I have a fairly vivid memory of the show it was a kid show yeah, it looks very looks very Double Dare yeah it it was writing the tales of Double Dare it was hosted by somebody J D Roth um it was on Fox okay it ran from uh September eighty eight to April ninety one. Um, first two seasons there, daily syndication. Um, then they renamed by half-ass productions. Is what it <laughs> they renamed it Fox's Fun House for the third and final season, 
similar to Double Dare, two teams competing against each other, answering questions, taking part, messy games with the winners running through the obstacle course, or which was the fun house, okay, mm. uh, at the end of the show. That was the goal. You wanted to be able to run through the fun house. Um, hosted by J.D. Roth. They had cheerleaders on there. Yeah, that, um, they're, uh, the Roth's beauties must have struck a chord because there's a lot of pictures of them. A lot of kids okay. must have had crushes on them as kids because Google so. Images has a lot of pictures of these pretty ladies. <laughs> um, with, teased, in, with teased hair. Interesting note, British Knights was the major sponsor of the show, so every contestant, cast, crew member, including the host, wore a pair of British <laughs> Knights shoes. Um, nice. It was later changed to LA gear. So there's that. Um, after the uh, after it premiered, there was a uh, there was a spinoff called College Madhouse, which was similar in '89. Um, it was just a big fun house. It was a big structure that had a just bunch a big of fun house. It had a, a had a bunch of rooms in it that all had obstacles, and then they would have like large. Um, like price tags. Tags were red, marked with each different prize. Ten tags were green, which were cash amounts from fifty to three hundred dollars, and then they were they were placed in the fun house, and you had to find them. So you would have to like mm. search the different rooms for them. Um, every room held a, held a prize tag hidden or visible was marked um, with a placard indicating the prize. So. The team had two minutes to collect as many tags as possible. Only one contestant could be inside the funhouse at a time, and a large uh, and a limit of three tags per turn was enforced. Okay, um, both members received all the prizes and cash picked up by either of them, including any carried contestant who was still inside the funhouse when time ran out. One tag was secretly designated as the power prize and awarded a bonus vacation to both contestants. JD would show the viewers where this was. Um, but JD has to come on vacation with you. Yes, with his British knights. Everybody has to wear British knights the entire time. <laughs> the K's. Yes. So, um, it was a popular show with kids. I, I watched it every day before school. I um, assumed it's on here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and it was just for a very short run. It was a very popular kids television show. Like I said, at the, probably the height of when that was a thing, Double Dare, Fun House, and which spawned, you know, some of those Nickelodeon shows later on after that. So you can't do that on television. <laughs> so, uh, feelings. Win, loser, draw. Yeah. I'm, I'm up for win, loser, draw. Jordan, I third, I third that. Okay, <laughs> I won the skunk. Alrighty, onward, guys. Next match matchup: Pyramid in the various versions versus Double Dare. Yeah, I have a feeling I know which way this is probably going to go with Jordan and I, but maybe you know, maybe you feel differently. Well, so dude, you're talking like. One the iteration I think of is twenty five thousand dollar pyramid with Dick Clark. I have a feeling this is going to be a good run. He's got himself all hyped up. He's running through every clue he ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Earl, none of those are going to come up in this game. Oh, I know, I know. 
They're going for $31,100. The best thing I can do is give you a little quiet. So folks in the audience, please don't say anything to one another. We'll give them a second to catch their breaths. All right. For $25,000, here is your first subject. Go. Uh, pickles. Things that are sour. Yes. Because it's your birthday. Why do you have a party? Why do you... Why you have a surprise party? Uh, because, Why you celebrate? Because it, because uh, it's your birthday. Because uh, uh, it's your anniversary. Why you get presents or gifts? Yes. Sandpaper. Things that are rough. Scratchy. Yes. Right. There was there was so it I actually started as the ten thousand dollar pyramid. Well, you know, yeah. In like the early seventies, and the then up their game. Yeah, as a as the show went on, twenty five thousand dollars. It was a fifty thousand and eighty one, and then a hundred thousand and eighty five to eighty eight. So, um, Bill Cullen. But it's it's it's. Was it like password? Is it kind of like password? Kind of, yeah. Um, You're just basically things, trying to get somebody are, else. To... Things that are like password. Yeah, things are like password. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, one loves your draw. Uh, uh, Funhouse. Uh, yeah. There's actually, um, there was a current revival of the 100,000 Pyramid that premiered in 2016 on ABC. Michael Strahan was the host. Um, and then that, um, it, I think it ran through September 2019. Uh, oh, no, I think it's still going fifth season in 2019 so maybe so it's still going but yeah it was something it, was... it matched the celebrity up with a normal person right yes yes put him in a chairs normal person yes yeah. <laughs> a normal contestant <laughs> they put him in chairs <laughs> one had their back to the pyramid yes yes and they had like to get the... seven things right. i know it's like you just you had a possible seven and yeah. words you, you, you'd say apple banana Pear. You say things that are fruits. Things that are fruity. Yeah, there were six categories arranged in in a triangle on the pyramid. Um, As a pyramid. (laughs) As a pyramid. And uh, pyramid shaped. uh, Has won a total of nine daytime Emmys for outstanding game show. Second only to Jeopardy, which is one thirteen guys. Dick Clark um, was the most famous, most famous host of the show from 73 to 80 only one i remember okay um but then bill cullen hosted uh, a nighttime version in the late 70s john davidson hosted uh the hundred thousand dollar pyramid in 91 and donny osmond hosted a version uh simply titled pyramid from that's when it got a little bit rock and roll a little bit so yeah pyramid and then i remember enjoying that and i remember being very frustrating too of like even as a kid you're like it's obvious like you, you, you'd people be sitting like um um so yeah that, that's a very yeah. frustrating show it was it was a lot easier when we had the answer sitting in front of us yeah we always <laughs> had the answer that's yeah. the you had to not look you had to not look and test yourself so against double dare so oh man wax poetic about double dare on your mark Get set, go! These two teams are in the dark trying to catch ping pong balls by clashing their symbols. Whoever catches the ball first will symbolize silliness with 20 bucks and control of the show that never clashes with good taste. Yes, it's Double Dare. Oh, just seconds away. We are still trying. They are getting eggs all over the place, but not quite there. (laughs) Jordan, I assume this was a show you watched. Uh, yeah, I don't, that was Nickelodeon, right? Right, Nickelodeon. 
Yes, we we didn't have cable. Okay. Really early, so mm-hmm. I yeah you know, I didn't watch it from its probably prime, but yeah I definitely remember watching it and enjoying it a lot. Perfect yeah. kid show with the the slime, jumping messy. in messy stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah like uh, everything makes a mess. Everything is a the physical challenge. Yeah, so it it wasn't just standing answering questions. It was it was movement and action and, and right and dirt. This was um. This and pulling was on... flags out of noses. <laughs> yes. What was that guy's name? Mark Summers. Yeah, I knew it was Mark something. Yes. I thought um, it was Mark something. Mark some Errs. Some Errs. Um originally Nickelodeon eighty six. Three minutes on the clock. To ninety three. Um then they brought it back in two thousand and then again in twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Um so this was like Nickelodeon's first big kids game show. I watched it every night um, during dinner time for, you know, a, a year or two. Um, insanely popular, just a fun show. I love the obstacle course at the end. Um, the physical challenges. I mean, they had family double dare. Um, that was fun. Came on later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I kind of feel like this was kind of like the grandfather of a lot of these shows that are have come since with kids. Um, yeah, but you use a lot of like pies in your face and water yeah. balloons, like just you know stuff that w- they would incorporate into ridiculous situations that you had to fill up this bucket using a you know using this this hose and you know smash it into your friend's face and see how much mess you can make. <laughs> yeah, within a month. From its premiere, Double Dare more than tripled viewership of Nickelodeon's afternoon schedule. Became the highest-rated original daily program on cable. Um, During the first year, the program averaged a 3.0 household Nielsen rating, which was over a million households were watching it every day. Um, Followed in syndication. And then they had the super sloppy Double Dare, um, Double Dare 2000, a bunch of different... You know, but it was still basically the same game. Um, I know it was a really big deal when they brought Mark Summers back. Um, oh, after... moms everywhere were yeah excited for Mark Summers. Yeah, I remember but... some kid broke his freaking leg or arm, like snapped the bone sticking out, <laughs> like it was a big thing. They were like, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> can't show that." And that, and... that, that sounds like an urban legend. No, did you I, see the true. episode? I did. <laughs> I it happened, and then. Um, it was something else. I feel like I remember it had like its own sewage system, the the whole place. Like it was just such a mess. They would use so much food and mm. oh, was it like gack? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Isn't that a drug? I don't think. <laughs> anyway, it was a it was a mess. That show was a mess. Yeah, that was the whole point. And Mark Summers was famously OCD. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was like, like a Howie didn't Mandel like, type. Yeah, didn't like messes and things. Wow, he was on the wrong freaking show. Yeah. But I remember the questions, you, they'd ask you a trivia question, and you could dare the other team to answer it. Mm. And then if you couldn't answer, you double dare and like get yeah. extra points. Mm. So that's where, that's where the name came from. Oh, oh uh, I... Uh... Or you could do the physical challenge. Or, yeah, or yeah. take the physical challenge. Yeah. I don't know. The floor was like tile. The floor was made to look like you were in a bathroom or whatever. Blue tile. Mm -hmm. If a couple 
If a couple celebrates their paper anniversary, how many years have they been together? It's worth twenty dollars. Dare. Now worth forty. Double dare. <laughs> uh, Eighty dollars or a physical challenge. If you celebrate your paper anniversary, how many years you've been together? Physical challenge. Uh, it's only one year, and we have an $80 physical challenge right down over here. Well, let's take a look at it and see what happens. It is worth $80. You know, last time we did a physical challenge, I said, who wants to get messy? And you sent your partner all the way over there. So I think it's time to get you a little messy. So you stay right over here, because we're going to put a, cap on, a cup on your head. And you come right over here. And uh, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to turn this crank. And as we turn this crank, water is going to go up this tube. And what is it going to do? Well, it's going to rain on his parade. You see, he has to stand underneath this area where the water will be coming. And if you can fill it past the line in 30 seconds or less, you get $80 in a big lead. Otherwise, the lead will go over to the other team. Can they do it? We will see right now. On your mark. Get set. Go. Keep pumping that thing. And uh, here comes the water. That's what you Very juvenile humor. Said so lots of boogers and toilet. You had to reach into toilets. And yeah, it was. I remember, I remember them running through the freaking uh, the Digging. hamster wheel and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They would have to dig, dig flat. Like you said, pull the flags out of the. The flags. Yeah. That's what I remember. There was tons yeah. of flags. On your mark. Yeah. So Get this this is pretty pretty high on my nostalgia board here. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Nickelodeon as a kid, but man, this was definitely one that I didn't miss every single night. So at least for a period of time. So I could see this one going pretty far for me. Pyramid was just something that was on. Pyramid was just something that was on daytime television to me. Pyramid I, I was watched, just something that was on. It was just on. You had 13 channels. You had to pick one of them. Okay, let's You had move. 13 channels? Man, you're bragging. Man. <laughs> All right, we'll allow it. Let's do it. Double dare, you're through. You beat Pyramid. Yeah, Pyramid's probably more iconic, you know, as a classic game show, but, yeah. But... No like double, double dare, dare probably fun. had a bigger, bigger impact. I mean, some kid broke his arm or leg. What more do you want? Yeah, someone half remembers a story about something almost happening. So right, gotta go. It was a show that used like sixteen million tons of expired food. Yes. <laughs> All right, next matchup, guys. Moving right along. Um, let's make a deal versus Tic Tac Doe. Oh, straining my brain. I really want to remember Let's Make a Deal's host without you telling me. Uh, do you know it, Jordan? Uh, you asked me too quick. Let's Make a Deal. I can picture the guy. Mm-hmm. Now it's Wayne Brady, or it right. was recently, but it, but the main guy. The very famous guy. Yes, shoot. You want me to I tell don't you? Waste it. I don't want to waste everybody's time, so yes, I would it's like It's Monty to. Hall. These people, dressed as they are, come from all over the United States to make deals here in the marketplace of America. Let's make a deal. And now, here's America's top greater TV speed dealer, Monty Hall. Monty Hall, yes. That was a very iconic name. I can't remember Because they had the three doors, and you had the right. you know, one with behind door number one or door number two. Would you like to trade that? Trade the coffee maker for what's behind door number three? <laughs> I'll give well, you. It's a piece of. <laughs> There's a turd there that I laid right before we started. We dressed up in costumes and stuff like that. Right, 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 exactly. And that was. Um, I always really liked. It wasn't. It wasn't a show I caught a lot of, but I, I, I remember being very excited when it was on. 
because I liked the people that dressed up in costumes. And that's how the, you know, he picked you out of the audience, came up to you. Everybody was all in a Halloween costume, which back yeah. then in my childhood, you know, that only happened on Halloween. So, <laughs> in your childhood. Yeah. We didn't have well, all these, my childhood. We didn't have all these conventions and cosplayers and all that stuff now. So, uh, started in 63. Okay. I didn't realize it, it was that old. Um, selected studio audience members refer to them as traders making deals with the host. In most cases, a trader would be offered something of value and given a choice of whether to keep it or exchange it for a different item. So that's w w exactly what we're talking about. I'll give you this envelope with a hundred dollars in it, or you can have what's behind door number three and it might be a three legged goat. Who knows? Right. So big time, Betty, you'll remember this show as the day that you gave away $2,000 in cash, right? Right. $1,800 uh, $1, vacation, right? Right. And two fantastic appliances, right? Right. But you have a key. <laughs> and you have a car. And we're going to find out whether it belongs in your garage or in the junkyard as we open up the curtains and show you... Are those your friends back there? Because I detect some of them laughing. <laughs> now, let me tell you about that car. Do you see the name on that car? They didn't make those very long, you know. They made them for a year or two, and then they went out of style. You have, you really have a collector's item. That's an Etzel. But thank you, Betty Carlton. And your husband has disappeared altogether. And I still um, yeah. What was, what was the other show? Tic-Tac-Doe. From Hollywood, it's everybody's game of strategy, knowledge, and fun. It's Tic-Tac-Doe. And now, here's our host, Lee Martindale. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Bob. Welcome to the everybody. Come on in. Well, we got some excitement brewing here on Tic-Tac-Doe, so let's don't put it off. Let's see what happens. Can that man, can our current champion become the all-time one winner? Could he win his fourth car? Let's find out. Here he comes. Our current champion, whose winnings total in cash and prizes, $144,050, is the Navy pilot who enjoys horses and weightlifting, beats Tom McKee. That sounds like a piece of garbage. Right. Again, I just Googled it, and the, the images are not helpful. It's a very <laughs> a low... Host or anything? It's a very low-tech board that looks like a tic-tac-toe board <laughs> yeah. with I, categories. Yeah, yeah I mean, is... I vaguely remember it, but it was not something I cared to watch. Um, it was a... Let's see. Did um, Wink have anything to do with this? Wink has to have, Wink Martindale has to have hosted all of these shows at some point. <laughs> a brief stint. There were three versions produced. One, uh, the initial 56 to 59 run. Uh, NBC. Yeah, there's one in black and white that looks real square. Uh, a 78 to 86 run, which is the one I remember on CBS. And then in syndication. And then a syndicated run in 1990. Um, Jack Berry was the original producer. Um, who was the original host, followed by Gene Rayburn and then Ooh. Bill Wendell with Jay Jackson and Wynn Elliott hosting primetime adaptations. Gene Wink, Rayburn, he's yes. the real deal. Wink Martindale hosted... Uh, he did! Hosted <laughs> the network and syndicated version beginning in 78, 
but left Wink. the program to host and co-produced Headline Chasers um, in 85-86. So, Always been on Wink. I, <laughs> I knew I pegged Wink for this from a mile away. I knew it. Wink yeah. Tacto. It should have been. It might have been a hit. It's all it needed. Just a different. To go all in on Wink. So we're obviously going with. I don't even remember what the other yeah. one was. The the big thing with this this was the first game show that used computerized graphics. Ooh. Um, the nineteen ninety series used a completely computer generated setup for its game board. So, yeah, very, kind of a basic game, but it. And then it said the only way to win is not to play, so it went off the air. <laughs> so. Yeah, but so win, loser. I mean, uh, let's make a deal. Goes through. Right. So, exactly. So, have we named everybody? Then? Yep. That is all of the first. That's the that's the first round there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So going back up to the top, we have the prices right versus win, loser, draw. Uh, that's, yeah, that's an easy choice. Then, um, below that, we have Double Dare versus Let's Make a Deal. Watching Let's Make a Deal, I remember it being on a lot for you know a lot of years, a lot of incarnations, but I don't know. It wasn't one that I ever really looked forward to or, or made time out of my day to watch. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine going Double Dare. Okay, I agree. So we're moving quickly now. All right, so that brings us to the end of this bracket. We have Price is Right versus Double Dare. This is Johnny Olson speaking. <laughs> Cliff, we could do it. We could we could outnumber him. We could and upset. We could, we could we have could, a we could bust their bracket. We could turn this whole thing over on top of it. <laughs> He's been watching it on Pluto TV, anticipating riding this one all the way out. You know what's on oh, Pluto man. TV? Not Double Dare. If Mark Summers marches into the Barker bracket and takes mm. it, wow, that would be that would be something. That would be a ripoff. What an upset! <laughs> wow, there's gonna be freaking unspayed animals everywhere. Everywhere, Running. they're gonna be in every toilet and every up the, everybody's all the nose. back alleys will just be full. <laughs> so. I saw I mean, the showcase showdown the other day was a jukebox, a Volkswagen Rabbit, hmm. and uh, what was the other thing? I think it was a, a necklace. It was something real cheap. It was like the worst stuff. It was just like a rabbit. That girl yeah. was crazy excited about it, too. There, it doesn't matter what kind of car it is. They're all, it's a brand new car, and they go crazy no matter what. So, um. As much was as Drew Carey we, uh, good, did anybody watch the Drew Carey era? Mm-hmm. Was he good? Yes, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's fine. He, yeah, he he, he embraced he, the fact that this was okay. it for him. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I can't imagine his persona fitting that very well. He but. is very. Uh, I, I guess I thought that he was going to be a little snarky to the contestants, but he's very like welcoming to them. Mm-hmm. He's very. He's he has embraced it. This is these are my people now. Yep. And this is what I'm just going to ride this out. I can do this for the rest of my career. Right. Yeah. Till I'm 900 checks. years old. Like Cash checks. Right. 
Yeah. I, I, and it's fine. Like, it's, <laughs> it's never going to be Bob Barker again. I mean, right. come on. He's, There's not going to be enough controversy. Yeah. I'm not going to get excited about Drew Carey, put, you know, putting on a on a. That's what I loved. Bob Barker. Green. He would he sink so many, that. He had so many golf games, and like he was so annoyed at how bad everyone was uh, was with golf. Yeah. So like yeah. him showing off his golf skills to a bunch of terrible golfers was always yeah, fun. and then <laughs> slipping back stage, right, doing who knows what. <laughs> I like to make Jordan shudder. See, I was leaning, I was leaning away from Devil there, but <laughs> oh, if you think nothing was going on in that mess, you're wrong. Mark Summers has never been canceled. Oh, I Mark Summers that. never had to get a court. He exactly. never had, to, he never had to settle outside of court. There's no flavor. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to make this dramatic, but yeah, I think it has to be. It's the prices. The right. classic prices, right? I want to thank you very, very much for inviting me into your home for the last 50 years. I am deeply grateful. And please remember help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. We did it. We got the Bart logo got written out with light bulbs. Yeah. Like just, just every it. image from that. You, you can just you can close your eyes and imagine every image of that. Absolutely. This is Johnny Olson. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. So Barker made it out of the Barker region. Who would have ever guessed? So... But yeah, that was that a... Or Star Cave. That or Star Cave. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun house. You never stood a chance. No. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll keep going here. We'll do it, uh, we'll do this three more times. And, and you know, it's it's going to get, uh, it's going to get a little harder, I think. Yeah, let, it, let us know if we messed it up. If, if something should have beat Price is Right, let us know so we can... Tell you too bad. Yeah, I don't think we're happened. gonna get much of an argument, but maybe down the road. Or if no. you have if you have a, a thought for some other bracket we could do more than just telling us to do a bracket. I mean, if you actually have an idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bring Jesse. I know I know you're a busy man. Well, I'm just <laughs> busting your chops. Yeah. All right. Here's the two hundred and fifty some more. All right, we will be back sometime with more of this bracket. Stay tuned. We'll have more Mandalorian news. That's almost over. We've got more streaming. We're in the middle of the streaming wars. I mean, it's 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 the holiday season, but pop culture never stops, and we will always be there to wrestle it to the ground and tell you what it's what it feels like <laughs> and hold it down against us well. <laughs> I've lost my all my trains of thought. But my name is Jordan Lowe, and I'll see you soon. Oh, time to pull that curtain. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow, the pop culture podcast, is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. 
Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show kapow, the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.